Hello, everyone. I want to talk today about the ebbs and flows of your business, the ups and downs that we all experience. And what I want to do is remind you to believe in yourself. I want to remind you to remember that it's important to build yourself up, to believe, and to create a practice around how you respond to the doubts that can creep in as you run your business, as you are challenged by the world, by just that growth trajectory that many of us are on. And the idea that at times you're going to have to find a level of courage. You're going to have to find kind of an opportunity for you to overcome and ultimately respond to the doubt that you have. And I want to talk about some of the ways that you can manage through it. And the reason I want to do that today, the reason I want to focus this focus here is for many of us, when we run our business, we really feel like we have to be brave all the time. We feel like we have to be in this position, especially for many of us who see ourselves as maybe the expert in the room. Or even if you don't see yourself that way, maybe your customers, maybe your clients, maybe your community, maybe your employees have put you up on this slight pedestal in your business, in your environment, in your community. And what can happen is as you start to see yourself on that pedestal, you struggle with the idea that maybe you don't deserve to be on that pedestal. Maybe that people will see that how could you be on that pedestal, but still have doubts, still have challenges, still have things that kind of creep into your psyche at times that make it hard for you to move forward. And what I want to talk about today is the idea that you can be on that pedestal that people put you on, you can be in a position of authority, you can be an expert in the room and still have doubts and be courageous at the same time. The reality is these things coexist in the world. These things coexist in you and often they may even coexist in the same day. You may do something that you just aren't sure is it right and then you find that courage to do it. Or you're courageous in one aspect of your business, but in another aspect of your business, you really have a hard time finding your ground. So I want to just, I guess, before we dive into tactics on how to manage this situation, I want to lay the groundwork to get everyone comfortable with the idea that these things coexist and it's okay to coexist and still be the expert still be the trailblazer out there in the world, all right? The other thing I want to talk about today is what do you do when they coexist, when they exist in the world? How do you navigate, maneuver, and move through these emotions, through these stages, and what can you do to combat it? Because it can feel like at times, I need to be courageous all the time. And in my personal opinion, I don't think you have to be. I don't think you have to be a person that nothing kind of gets in your space and throws you off. I think what you really want to happen, where you want to be in your business, where you want to strive for is to become a person that responds well 
to these doubts that responds well to situations where you're unsure so that it's more about your ability to overcome as opposed to your ability to never be there. Now, now for some of you, you may be like, Stephanie, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm not bought in yet. I'm not a person that feels comfortable in these spaces. So let's talk about what can you do? How can you respond so that you can get more comfortable with the fact that this is how running a business, running an organization, or driving change can feel at times? One thing that I like to recommend to many of my clients, and I want to recommend to anyone who's listening, watching, or enjoying today's session, is think about creating an accomplishment list. Now, what I mean by that, for many of us, we create vision boards. For many of us, we create lists of what our goals are for our business for the year. For many of us, we use even to-do lists to say, what do we need to get done? But we don't always flip onto the other side of that um, equation or the other side of that coin. And what that is, is everything that we planned on doing, what did we get done? What did we accomplish this year? What have we already accomplished this year? What has been something that you did have some doubts, some fears, some concerns about, and you were able to be courageous and overcome? And what I want you to do is start to create a list of those items. Now, for some of you, you may feel like they're too small to go on the list. And I'm here to tell you, they can be big or small. For most of us, they sound small, but they're big because they enabled you to do something that you weren't able to do before. They enabled you to take a chance. They enabled you to take a leap of faith. They enabled you to maybe move your business, your organization, or the movement forward. So don't be judgmental at this stage when you're creating this list. Instead, what I want you to do is start to think about how do you document your accomplishments? Because the reason I want you to do this, this isn't about bragging rights. This isn't about kind of telling the world what you've done and how you've done it and so forth. And while at times we need that information to share it with the world, what I really want you to be able to do with this list is start to list the hard or difficult things that you've been able to accomplish, let's say in the last six months, as an example, And what I want you to do with this list is use this as your reminder the next time you have doubts. Because what happens for many of us is when we have a doubt, when we have a fear, when we have something that keeps us from moving forward, we forget that you might have been in this scenario before. We forget that if you were in this scenario before, that you might have overcame it. So instead of kind of looking for external sources, external validation, others to actually help you become stronger, to be courageous, I want you to be able to have a tool that you own and you can control that can be your inspiration. And therefore, it starts with you listing out kind of a challenge that you had something you had a hard time with, something that you struggled with in the past, and being able to write down what the struggle was and what was the victory. What was the thing that you accomplished when it came to that? And think about it. It can be something as simple as doing something similar to what I'm doing today. Maybe you're terrified of going live. And if you, in the last six months, have been able to go live, 
Write down what you struggled with or what your concern was, and then write down that you accomplished it and how you accomplished it. Same thing. If you maybe had to, let's see, something else that people, public speaking is a big one for a lot of people. So maybe you've been doing some virtual presentations, you've been showing up for summits, or you've been involved in conversations. If you've done some of those virtually or recently, especially maybe because the tech was something that you were worried about and you accomplished it, I want you to write that down. If you wrote your first book in the last six months, I want you to write that down because it's so important. We have a track record of the things that sounded sometimes impossible, the things that sounded like you didn't know if you'd ever get to the end of it, the things that sound like they were not the easiest thing for you to get there, but you did because that track record of accomplishment, that track record of getting things done will help you the next time around. All right. Now, the thing about this list, it has to live somewhere that's easy for you to reference it for it to actually have this impact. So I don't want you to just type it up in your computer or save it and then, you know, you forget about it. I want you to put it somewhere where it can help you. Now, for me, where I've started to put my list is I have a notebook. I'm going to just grab it really quick. This is my little notebook that I use. I probably shouldn't put it in front of my face. And I use this every day for like my to-do list. So this is helping me just write down what I want to get done, any quick notes or anything like that that I'm working on. However, what I do now is in the front of my notebook, and I'll actually share this and do a a screenshot of it because it's going to be a little bit hard for everyone to see it here, is I've started to write down the list of the things that I've been able to accomplish this year. So my timeline's a little bit tighter. I'm just doing it for 2021. And I do that because when I'm struggling, when I'm feeling frustrated, when I'm feeling like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get all this stuff done that I want to get done? If I can flip to the first page of my notebook or the last page of your notebook, that's another good place to put it. I can look at that and just remind myself in the moment, hey, Stephanie, you've been able to get all of this done so far this year. Number one, you've done good so far. But number two, what it does is it helps encourage me to do more, to do the next project and to realize I have the equipment, I have the ability, I can get there no matter what. What do you guys think? Let me know either in the comments. Let me know. You can shoot me an email if you'd like. Let me know on social media if having an accomplishment list would change your outlook and maybe help you when you have to respond to doubt moving forward. All right. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is not just the practical idea of having this accomplishment list and being able to reference it um, every now and then. And for some of you, let me back up one thing. I like to do the last six months because I want to start with something that's very recent. But for others, you might want to look over a little bit longer period of time. You may want to pick two or three things that sounded so crazy hard, something that you never thought you'd be able to do and put that on the list. They also don't have to be related directly to your business. Sometimes in my accomplishment list, I'll list things, especially when it comes to my working out. This was a really hard one for me. I kind of felt like I had to work all the time. I had to be at my desk. There was just no way I would be able to work out. 
And what I found is I had to reshuffle my schedule and my time so that I could make it happen. And then the other thing I did is I had like this dream of what my workout would look like and how long and what my results would be. And what I had to do is I had to refocus what the accomplishment that I wanted would be. I had to say it wasn't about weight loss. It wasn't about strength building. It wasn't necessarily about the endurance that I wanted to build or stamina that I wanted to build. What I started to do is break down my accomplishment into something very nice and tangible. And what that was, was I just wanted to make sure that I worked out at least four to five days a week. And then what I did is I said, okay, for me to do this, I'm going to do it early in the morning. I'm going to wake up earlier in the day. And what I'm going to do is put it in a slot of time that's not allocated to anything else. So by me doing that, I created kind of space for my workout. I created an opportunity for myself to do something I wasn't doing and I thought I couldn't do. And what I also did is I taught myself instead of trying to accomplish everything, I started with the first piece, which was 30 minutes. And I would just walk in the beginning. Now I walk every day. Now I stretch every day. I do my spinning every now and then. I'm not as good as I need to be. But I bring that up because I started it step by step. And now as far as an accomplishment, it wasn't even just about me doing the workouts, which I'm really proud that I am doing it. But when I put that accomplishment in my book, the accomplishment is the idea is that I thought I could do, I could not do it. The idea that I had kind of earmarked in my head, it couldn't be done. And what I learned from that is that even if I saw something that couldn't be done, it can be done if I look at it differently. So my accomplishment is really about making sure that I can change my perspective on something when I struggle with it. And by changing my perspective on what the solution is, that I can accomplish things by changing and looking at things from a completely different angle. And by starting to document that, which is not even in my business world, what I can do now is I can pull that into the world of business. I can pull that into projects that I'm working on, especially right now. I'm working on this project where I'm launching new courses. You know, we have these projects where I'm working on new programs, where I'm working on projects where we're building membership sites, all these things that feel huge for me. What I realized is I know how to break things down, look at the right perspective on it, and actually implement it. So add those things into your list. The other thing is I started a practice of encouraging myself. I started a practice of actually talking to myself in a positive light. And I know this sounds like we should do this, but I can't tell you how many people I get on calls with, whether they're one-on-one calls or group calls, and they describe what they've done, or they talk about their business, and they talk about themselves as if they're a person that doesn't get done what they need to get done. They talk about themselves as a person that's always behind. They talk about themselves as a person that doesn't know what the next step is. And what I want you to do is change some of that language. Now, yes, you may not know the next step. You may not have all the answers. I'm not trying to pretend that you do, and nor do I believe that you should put yourself in that light because I don't think that's helpful. But what I do want you to do is make sure that the words that come out of your mouth 
And at times when you're talking to yourself, you're encouraging yourself to get things done. So when I'm having a bad day and I'm working on too many things and I have too many things going on, what I say to myself are things like, you know what, Stephanie, when you focus, you tend to get a lot of things done. So let's see what we can do so that today I can focus a little bit better so I can get more done. And if I need to focus, then what I start to say is, oh yeah, let me close down some of these tabs. Let me close up my email. Let me close up the things like Slack and all these things that are buzzing and clicking and doing all this stuff. Let me close that stuff down and clean it out. Because what I'm telling myself is that if I focus, I've always been able to get more done. And therefore, I'm myself, encouraging myself to do what I believe produces good results and a positive result. So one thing I want you to do if you're watching today and you have a pin by, I want you to think about something you have to do today, this week, and think about how you would normally encourage yourself to get it done. And can you make sure that the way you say it, and even if maybe you need to articulate it out loud, I want you to say it out loud to yourself what you believe you should do so you can get that done. All right, so give it a try. I know it may sound weird to say it out loud, but honestly, you want yourself to hear it, not just think it. I want you to engage all of these senses and make sure that when you are encouraging yourself, you say it to yourself. Now, I don't mean that you gotta be sitting around in the corner talking out loud to yourself all day. I just want you to get into a practice of encouraging yourself and encouraging yourself out loud, all right? The other thing I want to talk about as we kind of wrap up today's session is one of the ways I find that I can respond to doubt in a more efficient way and respond to things that require me to be courageous is to make sure I don't forget to take action. And what I mean by that is this is kind of a byproduct of a problem or an issue that comes up in our business of setbacks, of doubt or fears, is that when we're worried about what the outcome will be, often what we tend to do is we don't take a step forward because we envision that a step forward might make a step closer to the negative outcome. So therefore we stop, we hold. And we almost kind of stew in the doubt. We almost start to kind of hang out and live in this fear, nervous, concerned area. And therefore, we start to get a little comfortable. We start to get in a place where we're like, well, it's not perfect enough. or It's not just right yet. Or maybe I should wait. And what I want you to do is I want you to start to realize that your business needs action for you to move forward. And even if that action isn't the perfect action. The idea is that for you to move forward, to have courage, to try new things, it means you have to do it. And I know that sounds like, yes, Stephanie, I know it as you say it to me right now. But what I want you to do is look at what you're doing. Take something that you're worried about right now, something that's heavy on your shoulders right now, and what I want you to do is think about an action you can take to move it forward. Think about something you've been thinking about doing for a week or two days or earlier this month. And think about what is the action that you can take to move forward. 
Now, it doesn't mean all the actions. I don't want you to do everything. You know, I want it to work out, lift weights, spin. That doesn't mean tomorrow I'm going to do every workout experience that I needed to get done to be able to check the box. Instead, I want you to take a step forward and I want you to start to get into the habit of taking action. Because what I find for a lot of us, we have the dream and then we have where we are today. And what happens is we get so stuck where we are today that we're not truly making progress and taking action to get forward, to move forward. The other thing that we do is we get a little bit worried about the perfected outcome. And what I want you to do is to realize that you're not waiting for perfection. What you're waiting for when you do wait What you wait for, because I don't want you rushing into everything. I don't want to give the impression of like, oh, think about it for five seconds and just go do it. What I want you to realize is the time that you should be waiting is to give you enough information to move forward. And the idea is it's not enough information and everything you need. The idea is, do I have enough to move forward? If I don't, what can I get in the next 24 to 48 hours so that I can stop waiting for it to be perfect, but what can I get? And then I move forward. So therefore you're going to move forward with incomplete information. You're going to move forward without everything in front of you. That's okay. The idea is I just want you to take one step because the idea is your journey may be long. It may be 400 steps. And what I don't want you to do is wait for the perfect opportunity to take step one in a 400 step journey. And that's where we make the mistake because when we keep waiting, or we only take a few steps, we not only marinate in that doubt scenario, but it gets harder and harder to take that courage. So recognize that this may be 400 steps that you have in front of you. So don't wait. Start to take some action because step one, two, three, and four, if you have to make a recalibration, if you have to change it a little bit, it doesn't mean it destroys the whole process. The idea is that most of our journeys include wiggle room for us to learn, wiggle room for us to grow. Because the reality is, as a business owner, as an expert, we're all supposed to be on a path of learning and growth. And therefore, when you think about the doubt, when you think about the courage, I want you to see that as your journey, your personal journey towards learning and growth. And that learning and growth goes into your business. Because think about any expert out there. Maybe we think about some of the most amazing musicians. If we think about some of the most creative minds or artists, many of them will collaborate with other artists. Many of them will reach across the aisle and maybe even in different genres to be inspired. The idea is that even people who are at the best or at the top of what we would consider in their careers, they often are looking to learn and grow. They're looking for ways to continue to become better. Even people who are great at what they do practice. You think about a musician as an example. They continue to practice. And therefore, I want you to bring that concept into your business and realize that even as the expert of whatever you are, whether it's a coach, 
whether it's a trainer, whether you're a voice for the community, whether you're trying to lead a large group of people through transformation and change, whether you have members in your customer base, or whether you sell a product and your product can help people either change their life or fulfill a dream, destiny, or an experience that they have. The idea is that for you to continue to deliver on their dreams, for you to continue to deliver on other people's aspirations, for you to continue to lead your team, you must learn, you must grow, and you must be comfortable with that. So get comfortable with wearing both hats, feel comfortable with being on that path. And what I believe is when you start to realize and own The fact that you're learning and growing, you might become more comfortable with the idea that you can have doubts because doubts are a part of that process. They're not a hole in you. They're not a problem in you. And they're not unique to you, meaning that only you have those doubts, that you're really on a path to be better. And one of the ways to be better is to assess the situation look at a situation, and then take it in and then take that action so you can move forward and grow. And that's going to help you grow your business. That's going to help you grow your reach. That's going to help you be better at what you do and ultimately change more lives. All right. So that's what I have for you today. I'm hoping today was a little bit of an inspirational talk. I'm hoping today was maybe a good reflective talk. And I hope today's session was maybe a way to give you not only some practical things that you can do, like creating that accomplishment list, but also some things that you can do and work on as far as your mindset of accepting the idea of being kind of a learner and a person that continues to grow, even as a potential expert in your space or experts for your customers, your employees, or for your community, that you can be both at the same time. You can have doubt and courage at the same time and still be amazing, still be a person that can lead this movement and lead us forward, and maybe even lead me in many cases, as I admire your work, and be a person that has doubt but knows how to respond to it and knows how to reach in and dig deep and find the courage to move forward. All right. Thanks everyone for your time. I look forward to seeing everyone in our next session. As always, if you enjoyed today's talk, if you enjoyed today's topic, let me know in the comments or give me that thumbs up or those likes or those hearts. It's a great indicator for us to know that you enjoy and appreciate these talks and we'll see you in our next one. Bye everyone.